Porque no los dos. Let's fucking do this. <laughs> oh, man. Hold on. I guess just got to let this turkey digest for another 20 minutes. Bro. Oh. <laughs> kidding i'll digest on the go it's fine we got plenty of time in the courtroom <laughs> there you go you just sit there we'll do most of it <laughs> we i believe you're not even there sir i tried to be man i did not think this was gonna happen i, I wouldn't have planned this no one gets no one plans drinking a little diamond dust mixed with a little fucking whatever in the bottom of a cup no one plans this <laughs> Yeah. Zeke might not never be in a courtroom again. He did. I thought I was joking when I said Surat has another character ready to go here. <laughs> Is the other well, character the dog? Old River. Now you guys have been playing with my replacement the entire time. It's Mercy Mouse. <laughs> Didn't Mercy Mouse leave with Father Ozel? Yeah, we haven't yes. talked to him since... <laughs> that's how we get back to the other oh, story yeah. it's all good just let's move let's move past it that's how we get back to the main story with father Ozel. exactly yeah it's just there's nothing so this is all just a side quest <laughs> yeah last week Zeke was in a little bit of a pickle after you got back from the haunted village of Hergstag and destroying the wraith and wraith spawns there within. You all were unrested. It was early in the morning when you got back. You all had a, your own little things to do until court started. And Zeke had a visit from an old friend. Well, I don't know about old friend. A lady of the night. It's really Zeke's fault for being such a such a lush. Like, that's, that's, you know, he's got a lot of character flaws. That's one of them. I feel like the Conjuring didn't help either. Probably not. He was poisoned, passed out, dragged to some sort of warehouse, and tied up where he woke up and began his daring escape with good buddy Goody, his uh, partner in crime, so to speak. We left off with him just 15 feet away from freedom, the gates of the courtyard right in front of him, with a terrifying quadrupedal abomination standing in between him and the city of Leopardstad. But that's not where we're going to start off. I think... First, we'll bring it back to the Leopardstad Courthouse, where I believe the defense, that's you, had just finished questioning Tim, the Chanter. supposed beast Chanter. of Leopardstad. <laughs> and as Flora takes her seat at the defense table. The crowd is riled up. Rabble, 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 rabble. And 
The gong is struck several times. Gong, gong, gong. To quiet them down. It takes a second. Once they quiet down, the justice says, All right, Mr. Adresent. The witness is yours. And Divian stands up and calmly walks in front of the court. He stands there for a second looking at Tim with his hand on his chin as if he's uh, thinking for a moment. He approaches him. Get that poop out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it, he's too fast. (laughs) (laughs) He says, tell me, monster. You see Tim, like, his face twitches a little. He didn't like that. Now, this might be an unorthodox question, but do you like jokes? Tim looks confused for a second, and he's, his eyes get wide. He's like, yeah, yes, v- v- very much. Would you like to hear one? Uh, um, oh, okay. He thinks for a second. He says, imagine if you will. A skeleton walks into an alehouse. He says, give me an ale and a mop. Boo! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're over here going, ugh, and rolling our eyes. The crowd is silent. But Tim seems to find this very funny. He starts laughing. (laughs) He kind of hits the counter in front of him. (laughs) It's a low blow, John He says Ladies and gentlemen Could you Distinguish that From this monster's crying Just a moment ago Are you in fact laughing or crying? um, um, Laughing It um, sounded quite similar to me not sure anyone would really be able to tell, especially at any distance, if you were crying or laughing. Tim, like, it's quiet and, like, it looks a little nervous. Tell me, beast, you say that you lived in the village of Hergstag for about a year. Is that right? Um, oh, yeah, oh, oh, almost. Now, is there anybody that you can think of that could corroborate this statement. Any of the people that lived in that village ever see you or have contact with you? Anyone still living, that is? Um, I, um, no, I guess, I guess not. Hmm. Other than Elsa, is that right? Uh, Elsa, yes. Someone who is clearly unable to confirm or deny this. We have only the word of the accused, this vile monster, to go on to confirm many of these supposed facts. When he calls him a vile monster, Tim gets a little more uncomfortable. You say that this Elsa, one of your poor deceased victims, taught you to read. Now, can you think of any way uh, to prove this as fact as well? Or that you were, in fact, her friend at all? Um, no, no, no. 
So you see, it is yet again that we must rely on the word of an accused murderer in order to take any of this as factual. It is clear to me, and I hope the powers that be as well, that the defense is trying to humanize this monster in a pitiful attempt to invoke empathy from the court. They have given the beast a name, the name of a man, no less, painted him as an intelligent, caring person, <laughs> tried to tell us that his victims, ripped from their homes and their parents, and for the most part never seen again, were in fact his friends, reading poetry, laughing in the sunlight, without any single person left alive. To corroborate any of this, how can we take it seriously, or even begin to believe it? Objection. Speculation. <laughs> I have so many objections to what's been happening. Also, I don't think he's proved anything that he thinks he proved. Oh, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> he's just up there proselytizing. You say you tried to save poor little Elsa, is that right? Yes. From... What was it again? Something scary, like a ghost? Um, y yeah, yes. L like, like a ghost, or, or um, the bees. It stole her soul. I couldn't stop it. Something scary, like a ghost, or bees, <laughs> indeed. Soul-stealing ghost bees, now that's a new one for me. Not only are we once again forced to place our trust in the word of the accused and nothing more, but as intelligent as the defense would like us to believe this beast is, he cannot even describe to us what fairy tale creature it was that he claims actually killed these poor children. If you really wanted to save Elsa, could you not do it? You're so big and strong. Is there anything you couldn't absolutely destroy with the flick of a wrist? Um, it didn't, didn't work. I tried. Is it not more likely, more believable, that you are in fact the terrible monster that killed these poor children? No, no! I, I didn't do it! Did you not bring her body back? Simply to gloat, to display with pride your most recent kill. Admit it, beast. No! No, I, I didn't! Were you not happy to destroy these innocent victims? To steal them away from their families? To do with them whatever it is monsters do? No, no! Do you really think their parents would want to have their poor daughter delivered them at the hands of a hideous creature such as yourself? I'm not a monster! If you really wanted them to be able to bury her, why did you not bring back the rest of the children's bodies? Perhaps you had already eaten them. No! Tim starts trying to stand up. His manacles and chains are, like, restraining him very well. There's a lot of them. And he's bulging and yelling and trying to break free. Um, I think as a guard, Stormak is kind of obligated here. So he's going to step forward and tell this guy to back off. He just puts a hand closer to that guy. It looks like the guy is backing off on the map. 
and then, mm-hmm. and then he looks to, to Tim and he says, Tim, you must control yourself, control yourself. And what's Tim's shackling situation here? He's got tons of chains and you know, his um, hands are manacled together with four different sets of manacles daisy chained together. The other three guards are like holding down chains from the different directions and trying to keep them down. The crowd is gasping and some of the women are screaming. A couple people run out. When you come up and try to calm Tim down, he does kind of slow his roll and... He's like breathing heavily. <laughs> not, not nice. And the Divian says, no further questions. And he goes back to sit down. The gong is going off trying to silence the crowd who is absolutely losing their shit. People are fainting and running and <laughs> yelling and getting heated out in the bleachers, as it were. And I think we're going to cut from there and see what our good buddy Zeke is up to. Oh, boy. We find Zeke in the courtyard of this factory. About 30 feet above you, there is that 10 by 10 industrial door with the crane hanging out of it, in which you slid down the cable, Goody, right after you. This hound, this awful-looking creature, this it's, it's like a big dog, but it's got odd stitched-together pieces, and it's, like, rotting and falling apart, and just foaming at the mouth. And it had some powerful jaws, as you found out. Is it just... Ate a good chunk of your hit points, it sounds like. Sure did. I was uh, just trying to adjust my hit points. I found out over the week, I've been thinking about this a lot. I mean, this is pretty bad, I'm going to have to say. But I have a couple extra hit points. Five, to be exact. So that puts me at 13 of 25, which is not good. All right. You found some spare hit points in the couch cushions, or what? Yeah, what happened there? Um, I looked at my hero lab after I did all the con drain. I was, I was kind of doing, uh, last week, just like a memory poll from, uh, when we were, um, over in Her- Hergstag. But after all the con drain, it looks like I have 25. And th- thus I took 12 Total. last game. Which would have put me at 8, which is now at 13. Yeah, 25 total. Alright. Yeah, that last hit did 12 damage, and I'll tell you right now, he rolled pretty low. Yeah, that's, that's not good. That's real bad. But now, uh, after Goody followed you down on the on the cable, attempted to stab this thing in the head, and missed, it is your turn. Okay. Okay, here's my plan. What does it look like to get that gate off? Um, that gate is barred. What does that mean in terms of action economy? I would call it a a move action to unbar it. So move action to unbar. Move action to open. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm going to look down at Goody. Goody, we got to get that gate open and get out of here as fast as we can. Hopefully that dog doesn't follow us. And he is going to 
I mean, with the meta, I'm going to five foot step away to the northeast. Is that cool? Are you doing a five foot meta step? Well, you're on top of that cart, remember? Oof. Okay. Well, let me take him. Okay, so what is it to do acrobatics to avoid an AOO? Yeah, I believe you have to beat their CMD. Fuck. Which I'm sure is high. Fuck it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try. Here we go. I'm going to avoid it. What, what's, what happens if you fail? You have to stop there? Either way, if I fail, I'm fucking going down. So I'm going to do it anyway. Here we go. I'm going to hop off the cart. If you fail, you don't avoid the AOO. Yeah. Yeah, you still move, but you get the AOO. And my guess is he's probably going to hit me anyway, because my AC's pretty low. All right, here we go. I'm going to avoid, I'm going to try to avoid the AOO. Finding my dice. Here we are. Stalling for time. AOO. Here we go. Uh, We're acrobatics. Roll high. Oh, shit. Roll high. That is a 17 on the die, plus 5. It's a 22. CMD is 23. Fuck. Okay. What do you got, buddy? Can he get an aid from Goody? Is he flat-footed? Uh, not anymore. Oh, shit. Do I get a bone for being on top of the cart? Yeah. Higher ground. To acrobatics? You can't beat me, Anakin. What if I was jumping off, though? I wouldn't have to jump as high. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm like going into the square that's opposite and up above. I feel like that would just make the acrobatics roll harder. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> He's going to try to attack you. Fucking bring it. All right. This is bad. That- this is real bad. <laughs> it's a natural two. Nice. Ooh. What's the total, though? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, it's a 15. Oh, God. See, that's pretty close. <laughs> it's going to miss. But that was close. Oh, I was holding my breath on that one. What's your what's your AC? AC is 18, but I mean that, that means he only has to roll a fucking 5 or better. He has a 75% chance of hitting me. Yikes. He misses with a 15. Whew. Okay. Um, so if I didn't have to 5-foot step... I'm going to keep moving to my full length, right? I can keep going? Yep. Okay, so that's 5, 10, 15, 20. So I can make it 5, 10. Okay, so 25 feet, movement speed 30. I'm going to get to the gate and use my second action to unbar it. All right. You lift the heavy wooden bar off, drop it to the ground. And then... I'm going to use a Harrow card to get another action. Yes. Oh, snap. You got one of them shield, Johns? I do. Did it not play? Oh, 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 the Brass Dwarf. Oh, yeah, there it is. The Brass Dwarf. Thinking of Stormak, he unbars the thing and kicks the door open for his last action. All right. You see the streets of Leopardstad before you, narrowly missing the rotting jaws of this creature. Goody, we gotta go! Go, Goody, go, go, go. At the bottom of the round, 
the creature. He's going to attack Goody, who's still right next to him. My boy! Barking and frothing and bits of his jaws just, like, falling to the ground. Moment of truth. Oh, they shit. I shit you not. That's a natural one. Oh, whew. Oh, thank God. Thought you were going to kill my brother. Oh, my God. He's going to be dead. Let me roll to confirm. A natural five. Okay. And that's going to hit, so it does not confirm. But it definitely misses. And uh, I think he's going to... He's not going to move. He's still chomping at Goody here. But it's Goody's turn next. Goody is going to take after his pal Zeke and roll acrobatics. Uh, he's, he's pretty good at this. But it's a high DC. Let's see what happens. Oh, he got a 23 on the dot, actually. My boy! Holy sh... My boy! He does, like, a tumble and dodges a bite from this thing just barely. Gets around and runs right past you, Zeke, out into the street. He's like, come on, come on, Zeke. Get out here and let's shut that damn door. And it's your turn. Um, that is exactly what I do. We, we do like, uh, did they do that in uh, The Sand Lot? Am I thinking of the right movie? Uh, Where they like get like outside the sure. door and they slam it and the dog's like fucking <laughs> shaking the whole thing. Sandlot right. this bitch. Well, Sandlot this bitch. The beast. <laughs> he doesn't say that, but uh, isn't he called the beast in the yeah, Sandlot? Yeah. yeah, he will uh, move outside and shut the door. You do, and. Right after you do so, it starts pounding on the other side, scratching and barking. You see a figure step out uh, 30 feet up in that door that you came down from. A humanoid figure, but he's got a really weird, almost like a dog face. Whoa. What the fuck? Kind of like Anubis? Kinda. He starts shouting something, but you can't really hear what it is over the beast barking and scratching at the door. And as you're holding that door, you look up, and above the gate is a large wooden sign that says, Vorkstag and Grinds Kimmick Works. Oh, hey! Oh, shit. Nice. Fuck these guys. We had almost found that place. Then we'll take it back to the courtroom. The camera pans out from an extreme zoom in on Stormak's hand resting near the shape changer bane dagger sheathed at his waist. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I got. And we hear the gong banging, trying to get control of the crowd. Gong, 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 gong. And it is back to you guys. Justice Card says, The defense, 
Would you like to continue with this witness, or call a new one? The, the, the defense would like to call Elsa of Herkstag to the stand. All right, are we still playing telephone? Oh, are we? Yes. Oh, I mean, I think That's that, just saying I'm calling the like, witness, sick and just Yeah, say you that. can do that. Yeah. That sounds good. The crowd. Rubble, 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 rubble. Like, what? Huh? Gets gasps. What's a Divian's face to him when we say that? His eyes get wide and surprised, and he's, he smiles. Smiles? Like in a sassy way, or he's pleased? Is he pleased? In like a, oh, wow, good play. Clever girl. Yeah, yeah. clever girl, exactly. <laughs> Is this just a game to him? He's playing a game with this dude's life? He just doesn't give a shit. It's fucked, bro. He's a prosecuting attorney for the state. Can't be trusted. (laughs) And he's trying to date Kendra, who's like his daughter. Whatever. Gross. (laughs) They're not related. Yeah. And his token looks like (laughs) Gary Oldman from Dracula. So yeah, he's 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 evil. I was thinking it looks like a like a weird Johnny Depp. (laughs) Uh, I think it actually is Gary Oldman from Dracula, isn't it? That's why he looks like him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a caricature. Uh, that might not be him, but... It, <laughs> that looks a whole lot like him. It sure not. does. <laughs> Take me back to the courtroom. Take me back. To Paradise City where the grass is green and the girls are... <laughs> Odivian. In the courtroom. Yeah. <laughs> and I was trying to come up with something. I couldn't... Where the girls are dead witnesses. I was gonna say shitty because it sounds like pretty, but I didn't like, uh, you know, he's not he's not a girl. Strike it all from the record. Yeah. <laughs> With the grass is green and Odivian's shitty. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I shouldn't be allowed to talk. So that you see the holy sister of justice, the female cleric of Phrasma, walks out of the courtroom and comes back in wheeling a large cart with a coffin atop it. Justice Card says, I understand you have petitioned for the use of a speak with dead spell. That is correct. Our holy sister of justice can facilitate this. Holy sister, he looks at her and Yes, Your Honor. You will be able to ask three questions. Use them wisely. We will not be able to do this again during this trial. She leans over Elsa's body and begins waving her holy symbol of phrasma in intricate patterns and speaking divine incantations. The holy symbol begins to glow, a faint blue light, as that light spills over Elsa's body and starts seeping into her flesh. She begins to sort of tremble and shake, and the holy sister steps back and says, You have about six minutes. Be brief and concise, she says to Flora. 
just to recap, our first question was going to be like, what was the nature of your relationship with Tim? I think so. Like, like what was the nature of your relationship with Tim? Who killed you and the other children of Hertzstag? We might get a third one from the answers of the first two. Yeah. So Flora does that thing where she gets too close to the mic and it goes, Wee! <laughs> the microphone <laughs> being the dead girl's body. <laughs> She's too close to the sending stone. <laughs> um, Elsa, what was the nature of your relationship with Tim? Her neck sort of twitches and twists and her head turns to face you, Flora. She's freaked out by that. And a raspy, distorted young female voice says, We were friends. Rabble, 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 rabble. The crowd is rabbling. It occurs to me that we need to establish that she knows that we're talking about the beast. Because if we just say Tim, Odivian's argument's going to be, well, maybe she was thinking another Tim. Or someone who's actually named Tim. So maybe our third question needs to be like... Was the creature who carried your body back to town your friend Tim? There you go. That's good. That doesn't leave a lot of room for mm. doubt. Okay. Was Odivian going to do something? Odivian's just like smiling and nodding like he's almost like proud of you guys <laughs> uh, actually I don't know if Elsa would be able to answer that question because I think the corpse oh, only knows what it knew in life yeah so we could ask her to describe her friend Tim can we can we point at him and she would understand that gesture or does she not have sight or we can't ask her body to point to him can we yeah, I think we're essentially, like, tapping into the memories that are, like, still in the body, for lack of a better description. Yeah, maybe asking her to describe him in detail. But we can't say, can you describe him? We have to say... Answers are generally brief, possibly cryptic. Right, but if we say, can you describe him, her answer will be yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> minutes are ticking down. Oh, come on! <laughs> what, if, what if you asked him, do you know the Beast of Leopardstad's name? She might not know him as the Beast of Leopardstad, though. I'm, I'm sure that's common knowledge. Would, uh, would other people describe your friend Tim as a beast? What if you ask, what type of creature is Tim? Well, he, she was dead when they started calling him that. Man, this is way more complicated than I thought. Was your friend Tim a 12-foot-tall, hulking creature that lived on the edge of Hergstad with a big crocodile arm? There you go. That's how you do it. You twist, you turn the description to our side, and then she can just say yes or no. Hey. I'm not sure how you describe his arm. Is it like, he has like, like crocodile scales and like big talony hand, right? We couldn't have Tim um, ask a question like, am I your friend? Could we? Hmm. Probably. Elsa doesn't know the answer to that question. What? <laughs> Boo. What? <laughs> I, I think we just go with the, we, we describe Tim in a way that, like, doesn't really describe any other creature. Anybody else, yeah. Okay. Because Tim's, what, like, seven feet tall? Twelve feet tall? Twenty feet tall? Uh, like, twelve. Yeah, so it, it was your... 
friend Tim, a 12-foot-tall, gray-gray-blue skin with a crocodile-like arm that lived on the edge of town. Yeah, 12-foot-tall might be all we really need, but okay. Cut like Dolph Lundgren. Because I don't know when, (laughs) when that alligator arm happened. Um, John, in the memory that I saw, um, did he have the alligator arm? Yes. Okay. okay. So we know he had the crocodile arm when that happened. Fantastic. Yes. Okay. Um, our other, our second question though was, who killed you? Uh, I mean, we have a follow up with the first question. Okay. With the description. And is your friend Tim a? Flora's like looking at him as she's doing this, like <laughs> twelve foot tall, kind of blue gray guy with lots of muscles and a crocodile arm and kind of long wispy brown hair and. Sounds a little bit like he's laughing when he's crying. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Tim is crying. (laughs) Flora gives him like a really apologetic look like, sorry. (laughs) Stormax consoling Tim in a way that you would only when someone is crying, not when they're laughing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Pat- patting him on the forearm, that sort of thing. No, no, he's not doing that, but he's like reaching out as if he would. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and Elsa, who killed you? It was some kind of ghost. Rubble, 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 rubble. The pale blue light dissipates from Elsa's body as her head falls back into the coffin and she goes limp once more. Tim cries out, Elsa, no! (laughs) The crowd loses it. The gong is just going off. Gong, gong, gong. It's hysteria. See a Divian. Yeah, Flora's gonna lock eyes with a Divian for a second. Well, things are going wild. <laughs> <laughs> he brings his hands up, looking at you, Flora, and does a little silent golf clap. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. That smug fuck. Fucking son of a bitch. I'm trying to describe the face that I just made, which was like sort of a sneer, like half of my mouth went up and then the rest of it was just like meh, like meh, you suck. <laughs> well, I, I totally that? saw that in my head too. I knew he was gonna fucking do that. I was like, I bet he fucking golf claps. <laughs> and you, oh god. Uh, <laughs> man. And we'll cut back to Zeke. Zeke, you and Goody are outside of Vorkstag and Grind's chemic works. You're still holding this gate shut. Which is barred from the inside. Well, we couldn't have rebarred it. Yeah. What do you do? All right. Zeke uh, looks over at Goody. Uh, he takes a, a moment to kind of look around and see if he recognizes which part of town we're in. Like, if he could, like, get a landmark, maybe something he knows... He knows town pretty well, so maybe he, like, recognizes a street or a street sign or something, whatever's in this town. I, yes, you're on the, like, almost entirely southeast of town, um, not far from the river. Gotcha. 
You you recognize the area. Sounds great. Um, okay. He looks over at Goody and he says, uh, on the count of three, we let's just run, run, uh, run back towards um. Where would we run? I guess the court. Let's run back towards the courthouse, Goody. I'm late for an appointment. All right, all right. Um, let's just get the hell out of here. And and we try. Yeah, bring it with you. Ready? Ready. Right. One, One, two, two three. three. You book it. The gate stops pounding as you run away from it. Nothing breaks out to chase you. Behind you, you see the Kimmick works. There's like a plume of black smoke like rising up from a, a sort of smokestack in the ceiling. And you head toward the courthouse. Back at the courthouse, they're having some trouble getting rain on the crowd. The gong isn't doing shit. You see some guards come in from the side and start pulling some of the people out of the courtroom. One of the guards has to like beat someone who's trying to start a fight and drag him out and eventually it is calmed down. That's what his report says. Uh, he had to beat someone. I had to beat this guy. Yeah. Because he was trying to start a fight. <laughs> it's in my job description. All constables are brigands. Yeah. All right. If that is all, the prosecution may call witnesses. No further witnesses, Your Honor. Thank you. And he sits down. And the defense... Did we have any other witnesses? We could call Kendra to the stand and have her sworn in and probably in her personal life. Yeah, let's <laughs> do it. So, Kendra, this is O.W. Aldersent, and uh, are you interested in him? I would like to remind you that you're under oath. Are you banging the prosecution? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Show us on the doll where he touched you. Yeah. <laughs> do you think Sidriel, the defense, is cute? <laughs> Circle yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> Blush. I move that all court decisions be handled by little paper squares that you put on your fingers. But only if you <laughs> yeah. fold them like a puzzle, like we did in middle school. Yeah, little fortune tellers. Yes, yeah, the little one, you know, like, okay, pick a, pick a color, now pick a yeah. number, pick now unfold. Yeah. Guilty. No! <laughs> oh, damn. It's not what we wanted. <laughs> He patiently awaits your answer. <laughs> uh, no, we don't. No, we don't have anyone else, right? No, sorry. We, we slam dunked it. We're good. Yeah, we're done. We're done. We're good. Thank you. That was all in character, I hope. And <laughs> bless you. <laughs> or thanks, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you you have a good meal as well. <laughs> yeah, enjoy your movie. <laughs> <laughs> arguments. Oh, shit. Flora says out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Zeke, what's your speed? Yeah. <laughs> uh, should be fast. It says here fast. Yeah. Let's just go with fast. Are you still fatigued? Did you get some rest while you were unconscious? I would hope so. <laughs> uh, I did vehicle first. I think, didn't you say prosecution goes first, Surat? Anyways. That's great. I mean, usually. I will not dispute that. No argument from us. <laughs> he stands up, 
casually walks to center. Your honorable justices, the defense has done a wonderful job building this beast's character to be that of an honorable, caring individual. According to them, who are obviously very close with the defendant, and to poor Elsa, who was only able to speak of what she knew, or what she thought she knew, in life. How many little girls do you know that willingly become friends with gigantic, hulking monstrosities? I motion that it is likely more believable that she was manipulated by this creature, who obviously has some intelligence within him. Perhaps before she died, she did think they were friends. This is not uncommon in killers and their victims. It is more than likely that he convinced her he was a friend simply to get close enough to end her life, as he did the other children before her. I believe that it is just as likely that this monster is a manipulative fiend, but I will let your honorable justices be the judge of that. Thank you. And he goes and sits down. And about that time, (laughs) I think it's fair to say that the courtroom doors bust open. Door sound. (laughs) Rubble, 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 rubble. Gondor called Sir Aid. Everybody looks to the doors, and we see Zeke and his sidekick, Goody, who's not really sure why he's here all of a sudden. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, um, it's the last place I want to be. <laughs> I'm not due here till next week. Oh, man. <laughs> Flora, roll yeah. perception. Perception? Yeah. Okay. Seven. Yeah, Goody sees that there's a whole-ass court procedure in process, and lots of cops, and as soon as the doors bust open, whispers like, Ooh, that's, I'm out of here, Zeke. <laughs> and he, like, kind of slinks back <laughs> out into the hall. It's all right, buddy. I'll catch up with you later. Rolling higher than a seven on his stealth check. <laughs> Zeke. So, Zeke looking super beat up, sunken eyes, pale skin, like he's been zapped. His constitution is gone. Wanders up uh, through the um, barricade here, past the staring eyes of the crowd and the judges and the guards and the Divian, and wanders up to the defense stand and uh, uh, stands kind of um, back a little bit from the table and says, uh, uh, Your Honor, uh, I, I apologize for my uh, my tardiness and my unprofessionalism. Uh, uh, I got a little tied up. Um, uh, do you mind if I confer with the defense uh, real quick before we continue? I'll allow it. He uh, goes over to the defense table and he whispers to him like, uh, I'm, I'm sorry guys, uh, uh, I might I might have a lead, but uh, we should talk about that after. Um, where are we at? Closing arguments. Vivian just made his. 
it wasn't very good. What'd you guys tell <laughs> it's him? True. It's true. What'd you guys, what'd you guys present all the evidence we found? Yeah, Sid's really good at this, but he can't speak above like mumble. So I've just been repeating everything he says. Oh, great. You're doing okay. I'll, I'll have notes afterwards. <laughs> so you did fine, Flora. All these court proceedings are just formal anyway. Uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, we got him. We we had enough evidence this time. Did you did you use the little girl's body? Yeah, that went great. No, it went great. She she verified that Tim was her friend and verified the description and that it was something else that killed her. Well, uh, again, I apologize. I think you did a great job. Uh, I, I could I could, I think I could take it from here. And he is visibly beat up, scratched, bleeding. He did not have time to uh, cure himself on the way over. He looks awful. Flora looks at Sid. Well, I... There were some things I wanted to say about Adivian's closing statement. Can Sid do his best to, to make some closing remarks and then give the seed the floor to Zeke to close this thing out and that could be like a uh, roll to aid sure I forgot also to have you roll any diplomacy checks so we're gonna have to do that too oh, yeah. go back <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing um, that we have to do it uh, looks like it's just gonna be two rolls uh, so let's one for questioning Tim, and one for questioning Elsa. But, um, Sidriel definitely helped me on all of this, so do I get, like, a two? Just give me a plus two, or do you want him to roll two? I'm saying Sid gives you an aid, automatic oh, aid. okay. That's what we did last That's time. That's what I was thinking. Okay, so here's for the first one. 24. Fucking nailed it. And then... And then... For Elsa. Ten, which is stupid Oof. because it was so much better. There may be like a circumstance okay. bonus. We don't know. Does that ten become a twelve? With with uh, Sid's aid, it does. Yes. Okay. Cool. Noted. And yep. Yeah, however, you want to do closing arguments is cool with me. Uh, yeah, Sid's gonna try to be a big brave boy. Stand up and say some words. Cause fuck this guy. Get him! Get him! Through sheer spite. Yeah. <laughs> like, Sid, like first, like slams his hands on the table, but then like you clearly see that like his arms are shaking as he like as he stands himself up. Oh, oh. my cinnamon roll! Cinnamon roll. A manipulative fiend. A manipulative fiend, I believe, is what the prosecution has called the defendant here today. I'd like to point fact to. Adivian has now accused Tim of being a manipulative mastermind controlling some children of Herkstad, when only minutes before he accused him of being an unintelligent monster not even able to read. Additionally, Adivian has not presented any actual evidence here today. What he's shown is that he does not know the difference between a laugh and a cry. He's called a poor child victim a liar to the face of her corpse. If there's one manipulative fiend in this courtroom today, I hold that it's this man here, as he points at Devian. 
Any real prosecutor would bring evidence and facts. This man's brought nothing but lies, hearsay, and tried to convince you that Tim here is the monster when, if anyone, it's him. I'll see the rest of my time to my companions. Nice. Floor stands up and claps. Uh, Zeke shakily stands, wipes a little blood, straightens his hair a little bit, stands up, pats Stormak on the shoulder as he uh, stands in the middle in front of the three justices and says, uh, Honorable Justices, the good people of Leopardstad, seems like the case before us is an example of the worst of this world. It shows us the pure evil that permeates our reality. Shows us the trials that us Ustalavic citizens must face on a daily basis and the bravery that we pride ourselves on. But most of all, it shows us what true monsters are capable of. There is nothing brave or prideful about taking the life of a child. Children are supposed to represent the good of humanity, the purest of us, the culmination of their parents' lives' work and their parents before them. They represent the apex of all the ancestral knowledge that has been compiled to push humanity to that next step. Most importantly, they represent innocence. To destroy that is the essence of a true monster. In this case, I beg you, judge, judges, to base your decision on the evidence instead of using prejudicial feelings. Similar to the way that these poor children did when they befriended my client. I ask you to view the case without a lifetime of bias. The defendant that sits in front of you is not the monster of which I speak. The monster of which I speak is the one that stole these children's souls without regard, zapped their life force, and as a final transgression allowed his evil to obscure the light from Phrasma's embrace. As I'm sure my team has showed you, he does have compassion for these children. When he brought Elsa's body back to town, knowing they would run him off, or worse, he was risking his life to ensure that his friend was treated with the respect that he believed she deserved. Why would he do that? Because just like the people of Herkstag, he will remember the kindness and compassion of those children for the rest of his life. Thank you. Rubber, 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 rubber. The crowd goes off. Justice Cards stands. That will conclude today's proceedings. Tomorrow at 11 a.m., we will hold proceedings for the arson of Carbile Sanctuary and the murders there within. Court is adjourned. And the crowd talking amongst themselves and getting rowdy, and the guards are, like, starting to kind of siphon them out the doors. Uh, you see Adivian stands up and kind of tips his hat to you guys. As he turns to walk out the other way. What a prick. We just kind of, well, Flora just kind of looks at him like she's not sure what the hell he's doing. He's just having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> just vibing. But she, you know, everyone's suspicious. We all think we're, we think there's something going on with him. And Kendra's in the crowd as uh, they're getting kind of funneled out the doors and uh, she's like, Moving with the crowd and but like trying to wave to you guys. I wave. Hi. And the guards 
take Tim by the chains and he's kind of somber, tears still running down his eyes, goes calmly with them back down to the holding cells. Stormak among them to make sure that Tim's safe. Yeah. Nobody's trying to mistreat him on the way down there. They restrain him to his chair in the holding cell there and lock the gate up. And you all are free to do as you please. Stormak is exhausted. He says, uh, Tim, we're, we're doing great. Uh, get some rest. And he drags himself back up those stairs uh, to, to find the rest of the team. What's the next one? Arson where? And uh, Zeke could tell you that the third crime the beast is accused of is the arson attack on the Asylum of Sanctuary located on Carb Isle, which resulted in the fiery deaths of Sanctuary's administrator, Dr. Brada, and all of his patients, and the blinding of the doctor's assistant, Carl. Carl. Where is this place, sorry? Actually, it's much closer than either of the last two places. Um, here, we can go to the the Leopardstad Environs. I know you guys love that word. Environs. So it's only about three miles away. Three-ish miles away. Um, so it's pretty close. Oh, okay. Way closer than Hergstag. Oh, yeah. Sid could definitely use a little nappy nap before we go so he could actually prepare some spells for the day. How long do you need? Um, I think I got six hours of rest before, but now it's been interrupted, so I'll need another three hours of rest plus one hour to prepare spells. So four hours before I'm fit to do much of anything. And what time is it now? It is about 2 p.m. Okay, so on horse it'll take us like 35, 40 minutes to get there. Yeah. So if we, if you guys are willing to give Sid like four hours to rest up, that would put us at what, six o'clock? We get there just, you know, 6.45, poke around for a bit, and then fuck back off before midnight. Hopefully. Sounds good to me. What what does this uh, look like in character? Yeah, so we all kind of, like, shuffle off to the side of the huge crowd in the main square. Like, we wouldn't be standing in front of the courthouse talking about this. Okay, so you're going to head out of the courthouse, grab Daisy from the barracks. The crowd outside is angrier than you have seen them yet. You're dodging tomatoes left and right. People are... Looks like they're about to just explode in a riot. Flora's like, let's uh, make sure we're not being followed and go home. And starts dragging the closest body. (laughs) Shit, I second that. Let's get out of here. Where were you, Zeke? We could have used you in that trial. Uh, you guys are not gonna believe what I found. So we get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine you get out of there somewhere safe and you can talk. We go to Oslin's. Okay. I mean, I'd prefer if we could get a drink, but, uh, you know, however you want. Sounds like you got any wine? drinks are what got you in trouble here. You don't know that. Oh, yes, yes you do. do. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Psych. I mean, I barely got to finish mine. But that, but, I mean, that's not the important part. The important part is, I woke up at, uh, what was that place we were trying to find? Uh, Volkstag's, uh, Kimmick Works? 
Yeah? About the tools? I mean, apparently there are kidnappers as well. But I got a pretty good gauge on where they're at. So, the chemic kidnapped you? I mean, hey, apparently... That was the last person that, when we followed the trail of the tools, that was the last person that had him, right? We just hadn't had a chance to find him and talk to him. Yep. Right. Yeah, that's right. At least it's a step in the right direction. I mean, I guess I just will have to figure out why they wanted you later, but... I mean, one thing I do know is we gotta find a way to remove this, uh... This life force zap. I don't think I could do anything, uh... Oh, yeah. if we have to... We have to do anything. Is there, like, a church or somewhere that might have that? How how bad is Sid drained? More than I'd like to be, but I don't think I'm as bad off as you are. I think we all have at least some. Like, it would just be nice to be treated. <laughs> I guess my point is, uh, if he wanted to go rest, then we could go get healed in the, in the time that he's resting and then meet up and then go to the thing. How about we throw him in a cart and we drag him while he sleeps? So I could use rest too. I'm fatigued from not sleeping. Unless they'll let us rest at the church if it's like a church slash hospital type situation. John? Um, that's uh, not unreasonable. Oh, great. Because I'm assuming if they cast, because uh, they need to cast restoration to clear the energy drain, which should also remove the fatigue thing. And yeah, so it is a hundred gold pieces worth of diamond dust. Uh, is like the material cost for the spell, uh, which would be added to the price of the service. Um. And it will restore all drained points from a single ability score. Nice. Oh, I got cash. What's the cost of the spell? Yeah, I'm trying to find my money, actually. Let's see. It's caster level times spell level times 10 gold. Uh, So, spell level 4. 4 times 7 times 10. 280. Plus 100 for that. Plus 100. 380 each. Ooh. 380 pop. I feel like that's worth it, right? Because we can't get this back by sleeping. Yeah, that's doable. I can afford that. It's for me. Yeah, we're going to do that. Can we write that down? How much? 300 gold? 380 gold each. 380. Plus a tip. Uh. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Here's tip. Don't live by ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a better town. <laughs> Does anybody have a preference of temple that you would like to find? Like what, God? Yeah. Stormak would love to find a dwarven temple to Torag. That would be the best. I would say that you, you've probably noticed uh, several different religions, uh, temples here in Lepidstan. There's good reason to believe that there would be a temple of Torag here. I believe there's a forge to the Allfather, just right around the corner here. Torag, if you don't know. Yeah, whichever one's closer. It's quite close. Let's go. We skedaddle. You make your way to the Temple of Torag uh, with the intentions of healing your ghost wounds, getting a little bit of rest before making your way to 
the Asylum Sanctuary on Carb Isle, not too far outside of the city. And I think that's where we're going to leave it off for this week. (sighs) Well, shit. Yeah, that's putting it lightly. Pack up my bones and hit the road.